Welcome to another episode of The Marketer's Edge, a series designed to share a senior level marketing perspective about marketer challenges, opportunities, and agency relationships. Our goal is to help marketers and agencies learn from other marketers across different industries. Today, we're talking with Timothy Brown, the Executive Director of Marketing and Communications for the University of Chicago Medicine. Tim, thanks so much for joining us today. How have you been? Uh, great, Mark. I appreciate being on, and uh, yeah, it's uh, it's a wonderful day up here in Chicagoland. Excellent, excellent. Well, I've got a small handful of questions for you, but before um, we do that, can you tell me a little bit about the University of Chicago Medicine and what you do for them as their Executive Director of Marketing and Communications? Uh, I'd like our audience to know, you know, what kind of organization it is and, and what you do to support them. Sure. Well, uh, we are part of the University of Chicago, as the name would certainly imply. We're the medical side of it, so we have the uh, the medical center, and and uh, we also have a, uh, a medical school, Pritzker School of Medicine, and uh, biological science division is is also in that mix. And uh, basically, we're an academic medical center and a research institution. We do um, have a large hospital uh, system on the south side of Chicago in Hyde Park. And we serve a community uh, that is um, oftentimes considered to be underserved in, in, a, in a variety of ways, but uh, uh, medical care is certainly one of them. So we have a very important mission uh, to, to serve our community and our neighborhood and provide the best medical care possible. Um, we are one of the premier, premier academic medical institutions or academic medical centers in, in the country. We do a lot of pretty exciting uh, stuff. We have a lot of research that happens here. Our uh, cancer center is is just fantastic. In fact, we're getting ready to build a brand new freestanding cancer hospital, which will be a huge project. Wow. Uh, $633 million dollar uh, cancer center for uh, for Chicagoland and, and beyond. We. You know, I talked a little bit about our um, our uh, neighborhood and the fact that we serve uh, patients in the, on the south side of Chicago, but we also serve patients from all over the world. We get a lot of patients uh, from all over the country and from uh, countries all over the world to come in for very specific, very specialized care that uh, that uh, you can't get at too many other places. Well, that's great. And, and so as a uh, director of uh, marketing and communications, what just sort of broadly speaking, what sorts of things are you responsible for? Yeah. Yeah, so so my position is Executive Director Marketing Communications, Digital Media, and Creative Services. So I'm kind of in charge of of that creative team. Um, and, and my role within the institution is to um, oversee all the creative work, brand work, that sort of thing for uh, you Chicago Medicine. It's a it's a really fun job actually because we, you know, there are so many incredible stories to tell here, and uh, it's it's been it's been a really great. Uh, oh gosh, it's coming up on six years now. That's great. That's great. I, I noticed that you spent a good deal of your early career as a news anchor and reporter for stations in Iowa and Kansas, and I thought that was just so cool. Um, yeah, I'm curious. How do you think that experiences influence your work as a marketing and communications professional? Do you do you think you look at the world a little bit differently because of it? Yeah, Mark, I, I think so. And and you know, it, it's interesting. 
um, if you would have if you were to rewind the tape 30 years and ask me what I would be doing uh, 30 <laughs> years from now I would have never guessed this but right. it, it did really help me and it uh, gave me some uh, I think some specific uh, skill sets and tools that that have really helped me in my career and and the biggest is the ability to tell a story um, you know I learned early on particularly when you don't have a huge budget uh, that that content marketing or brand journalism can be really helpful to uh, as you try to tell the story of your institution or your organization and you know when I worked uh, for the Salvation Army I know we're going to talk a little bit about that here in a minute mm -hmm. but when I worked for the Salvation Army my budget was non-existent so um, so storytelling became really important and you know not only can you you drive the narrative but you can do things that um, might be pretty expensive uh, otherwise and and that was uh, uh, I think that's been really helpful in my career yeah yeah that's great and you know I know just from my experience as a consumer seeing ads for health systems I think the story is is even more pronounced in that space and more important in that yep. space because it's such a human experience. So that's that's really cool. It's great yep. that you had that that opportunity to uh, to yeah, do if, that. If you're, exactly, Mark. And if if you're a patient that you know you're looking for a specific kind of care for yourself or a family member, you know, yeah, you do want to hear from those experts and those doctors, but you also want to hear from another patient that maybe right. has gone through something very similar to, to what you're going through. And if you can, you can, you know, experience that through a, a video or a written story or a podcast, um, that can be very, very helpful. Yeah, definitely. And, and same question, uh, I, you mentioned the Salvation Army. I, I noticed you were there for about 10 years, which is, Fantastic, and I'm curious how you think that experience has influenced how you manage your world at, at University of Chicago Medicine. Yeah, that was a very different uh, position, and but again, I think it was valuable. You know, you pick you pick things up along the way over the years. Every place <laughs> you go, it seems like, or sure. at least I, I, I try to. And at the Salvation Army, I was in charge of fundraising and marketing, and so okay. being in charge of de development or fundraising was a great experience for me as well because I, I really learned what what resonated with uh, donors, board members and folks like that which actually there's a lot of overlap in uh, in or has been in my marketing career um, with the development department and the foundation. Uh, we've, we've worked with them on multiple projects and it's helpful to have that insight um, as, as I do work with them on projects so that was that was tremendously helpful <coughs> Excuse me, and of course the um, the ability to uh, really learn to market on a, a budget, which is uh, <laughs> was a, a prerequisite there, uh, yeah. has been very helpful as well. And again, it gets back to that brand journalism or content marketing. Um, you know, we were responsible for telling our own story because right. uh, it was difficult to uh, difficult to spend money to, to to do much of that. Yeah, I like you've used that term twice now brand journalism and uh, I, I haven't I haven't heard that used before I mean I, I certainly you know every brand's got a story but to really sort of put it in the context of brand journalism uh, it's an interesting way to uh, to characterize it 
I, I'm a big um, cheerleader, I guess you could say, for for what we've dubbed as brand journalism. And you know, one of my former uh, bosses was was also um, very much a proponent of of brand journalism, and I, I kind of learned that from him. And he's now. Uh, running, um, he's the uh, vice president of marketing communications, uh, chief communications marketing officer at Ohio State for their their hospital system, and oh, wow. and he was uh, he was also a longtime journalist as well, and so we kind of joined forces years ago. Um, he was from the print side, I was from the broadcast side, and uh, we worked together through a, a couple of different organizations. But yeah, that's that's where I really learned brand journalism. He was a big proponent. Uh, I have. Uh, been drinking the Kool-Aid, I guess, ever since, and I'm a huge <laughs> proponent as well. I, I just think it's, you know, particularly when you work for an organization in, in healthcare, and I love healthcare, you know, it, it's, the stories are rich, they're deep, uh, you know, we, we've had some incredible things happen here, and one one example I'll share with you, we had two triple organ transplants, they're back-to-back triple organ transplants, first time it's ever happened uh, in the history of, of the world, quite frankly. Uh, we did that in our hospital just a few years ago, and the heart, liver, and kidney on two patients, and uh, it just you know it, it just it's just happened that way that they yeah. they both had been in the hospital and the the organs came became available and our transplant teams worked on that over the space of almost three days um, hmm. nonstop. It's just a grueling experience, but um, but an incredible experience, and and the stories that came out of that were just just mind boggling. In fact. Um, one of the transplant patients, a young woman, actually works at our hospital today, and oh uh, she's doing great. And every time you know I run into her, I, you know her her mother has volunteered at the hospital too. But I run into her, and it's like, you know, it gets you right here. Um, yes. Her story: she had she was from uh, the Detroit area, and um, she had gone to multiple hospitals in that that area. And one of the last hospitals told her. Her parents um, to start making hot to hospice um, um, preparations and of life preparations, which would be heartbreaking as a as yeah. a mother or father. And so, kind of as a last dish thing, they reached out to us and our heart transplant guy, who I, personally I think is probably the best at it in the world. Um, Dr. Valji Vanandam is his name. He said, "Yeah, we're going to do it." And uh, they brought her in and, and they did it. And it's just a, it's an incredible story. You know, wow. gave her a life back. Um, awesome. So, so how can you not be a storyteller if you work yeah. in an institution that that does things like that? I mean, yeah. I, I get a little choked up every time I I think of that story because it's just it's yeah. such a it's just such an incredible thing. You know, that's I'm a parent awesome. myself, and I, I can't yeah. even imagine. That's, so, that's, that's, um, that's just, that's so yeah, that's that's when I talk about brand journalism. There you go. <laughs> You've yeah. got me going here, and I want you to wind me up. I'll probably we can go on for a long time. No, not a problem. Yep. Well, I'm going to change direction a little bit here um, in, sure. in the description of what you have done and what you do for University of Chicago Medicine. I noticed that you were instrumental in restructuring the communications, marketing and digital services group to create an internal agency structure. I'm, I'm just curious, what about what you saw when you first started working at University of Chicago Medicine moved you to work through uh, that restructuring. Well, I, I don't know how instrumental I was, but I was part of the team that uh, worked on on all of that. And okay. and I tell you, when we were when we came to U Chicago Medicine, the 
person I, I mentioned to you before, Skip Heidley, uh, who was the vice president uh, at that time, and I had worked for him. He was vice president at Via Christi when I was there in, in Kansas. Uh, when he came up, and then he asked me to come up a little bit later, um, uh, we we were tasked with uh, redesigning and relaunching uh, the website, brand new website, and also a brand refresh. And uh, one of the things we uh, have a very talented uh, young woman who works here that was uh, that, that drove that, and as far as the website uh, portion of it, and. It was a huge lift, and it was something that they had done or tried to do here at U Chicago Medicine, I believe, twice before, and it had failed. Mm -hmm. And that was a pretty expensive um, situation. So yeah. they made some changes within staff, and then uh, we were brought up. And so, so that's that's the the backstory behind that. And we did have a, re a successful redesign and, and relaunch of the website. Um, mm -hmm. We did do a brand refresh that first year and a half, and uh, there was a lot of you know, those were heavy lifts and a lot of long days, but uh, they were successful and really showed the institution that, um, you know, they could trust their marketing communications department and be proud of their marketing and communications department. And a lot of very, very talented people working here to make that happen. So it was uh, it was a heavy lift and a big process, but it was, uh, it was a lot of fun and, and very, very successful. That's great. So, um, yeah, so you've, you've operated in a marketing capacity uh, in in the healthcare space for well over eleven years now, I, I believe. And I'm I'm just curious what what have been the biggest changes that you've seen happening uh, seen happen in the marketing of of healthcare brands um, over that time, and and what do you expect to see change in the years to come? Yeah, so I, I've worked on both kind of the community healthcare side and then uh, on the academic medicine side, and mm -hmm. they're they're very different entities. You know, you would think they'd be the same, but they aren't. Um, and part of the, um, you know, I think the the biggest challenge, particularly from from the AMC side or the academic medical center side, has been just the change in the tone of of marketing institutions like University of Chicago Medicine. Um, in the past, uh, big educational institutions like this got by on reputation, okay. and they didn't do a lot of marketing. The marketing departments were pretty slim, and they were primarily communications departments. They would do things like um, um, a lot of news releases, um, that sure. sort of thing, but not a lot of real organized um, high-level marketing, and we are behind the curve in that uh, compared to... You know, packaged goods or or other marketing in general, and we're, sure. we're trying to catch up, but uh, we are behind. Academic medical centers, I think, uh, you know, they learned what what community health centers learned uh, earlier that it's it's healthcare is becoming a more and more challenging um, market, and so you really have to get out there and you have to get your brand out there and established and 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 um, try to attract patients, um, and that's that's been the biggest change probably in the last you know five to ten years I would imagine, or probably yeah. stretches a little so, bit longer so, than that. So um, before you talk, before you talk about the future, I'm curious, like sure. um, with University of Chicago Medicine and maybe other academic medical medical institutions, was it the competitive um, advances that you know, the the more aggressive use of marketing that kind of 
pushed organizations like yours into dialing up marketing or was it just uh, the nature of the market, consumers just having freer choice of invisibility of uh, medical options? What, what sort of pushed groups like yours to become a little bit more active in the marketing front? I think all of the above, to be honest with you, Mark. Okay. I mean, you see more specialty care uh, organizations too. You see, you know, dedicated cancer hospitals, for example, right. dedicated derm um, treatment uh, areas, things like that. And um, you know, then you have kind of the the big behemoths that are starting to get into healthcare. You know, you hear about Walmart, Amazon, folks like that that right. are starting to get involved in healthcare. And and you can't just sit back and let you know, wait for the patients to come to you anymore. So yeah, I think, I think it's a combination of things. People have more options, which is great. I mean, I think that's great for the marketplace, great for the patient. Uh, but you also have, and, and you have uh, healthcare entities that are getting more aggressive with marketing outside mm -hmm. of the academic uh, side, and and you know, from the AMC side, there was a time when people kind of woke up and said, "Hey, we're losing patients." to some of these other entities, we've got to get more aggressive. So so it's been a bit of a challenge because um, clinicians and researchers and um, educators in the academic world oftentimes kind of think it's marketing is maybe not something that they'd really need to do. And there's two schools of thought on that. Some, some are like that and then some are very aggressive and, and want you to market uh, uh, for them you know, you might have a, a physician or, or somebody that wants you to spend your entire budget on them. But um, <laughs> it, it's, uh, it's so it's interesting. It's it's uh, you have to you have to kind of balance uh, balance the options out for people. And of course, we yeah. we uh, we use our, our annual operating plan to uh, uh, really give us kind of the scope of where we're going to spend our money every year. And um, that's that's uh, kind of the a 10,000 level view of it, I suppose. Yeah. Um, so as you look ahead over the next few years, um, if, if you, you know, put your fortune telling hat on, what do, you, what do you see as being some of the biggest changes uh, in the healthcare space? Well, I think technology will continue to have a huge impact. You know, we really found with COVID is, you know, that was a great example. Uh, with doing visits, virtual visits, uh, visits at home, right. where you know f visits would happen just like we're doing right now through a, a, a camera and a computer or somebody's uh, smartphone, uh, things like that are going to increase without a doubt. Um, you know that it's funny again, the healthcare industry can be kind of slow to move a lot of times, and um, with COVID we didn't have a choice, and right. uh, that changed how insurers would pay on things like that. So that made a big difference, obviously, but that's gonna continue. Um, and again, it's it's kind of bringing back house calls for doctors. So um, some physicians love it. You know, I've talked to a lot of physicians who say, you know, it's, it's great to be able to kind of peer into someone's home and really talk yeah. to them on their, their home turf where they're comfortable. Um, you, you get a good idea of kind of what's going on with them. Uh, so I think you're going to see a more of that. So we have to be prepared from a technology standpoint to really make things like that happen. A uh, hospital at home, we're doing more work on projects like that where we, you know, patients who may have been 
inpatient, with inpatient care can go home a little bit earlier but still receive care in their homes because it, right. it makes more sense financially and it's uh, it's better for the patient, more comfortable for the patient. Yeah. You know, and I think the other thing just from a <clears throat> probably from a marketing standpoint, again, what I mentioned earlier, the, 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 the large companies that are eyeing healthcare and, and, uh, and healthcare um, pharmaceutical provisions and healthcare providing, things like that, they're, they're really going to shake up the world. And uh, I think we have to be ready for that. And uh, I'm not sure what, you know, exactly what the answer is to how to be ready to that. But I think, again, mm-hmm. marketing plays a critical role because we have to be out there in front of people yeah, with our yeah. brand and our brand reputation. Yeah, no, that's good. All, all very interesting. Just the, the uh, you know, concept of the house call coming back. I thought that that was kind of kind of kind of interesting and and definitely good to be yeah. thinking the way you're thinking about the changing nature of the marketplace and just you know not necessarily knowing exactly how you're going to react, but knowing that there needs to be some sort of response to. To what's going on in the market so that's that's all great i've got well, just a yeah go ahead I'm and sorry. it's interesting mark oh, sorry. just one more point to make you know we were talking before we started the, the program and i know you have some roots in chicago obviously that's mm-hmm. that's where i'm located in the chicagoland area and you know you look at chicago's history with montgomery rewards and sears the there's big catalog stores that really don't exist anymore yeah. and you see the buildings you know obviously the Sears yeah. Tower which isn't Sears Tower anymore and then Montgomery Wards their, their buildings are they're huge so they you would think at that time I'll bet people thought we're too big to fail we're never gonna go away <laughs> well they did and you look at Amazon today you know um, 20 years ago I mean who would have thought of that um, so I, so I think the potential is there with healthcare as well to, yeah. to really have some, some significant changes and maybe 20, 30 years down the road, we won't have these big hospitals anymore. Yeah. I mean, it, you, it, you have to have yeah. some bricks and mortar, but, sure. yeah, um, there will be some significant changes. And if you, yeah. And if we're kidding ourselves, if we think there aren't and, and we got to yeah. be prepared for it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Well, I've got just a, uh, a few more questions for you, and then we can, we can wrap it up. Um, do you, curious, do you currently work with any marketing agencies? And if so, or what are you using them to help you do? Yeah, we, we certainly do use uh, agencies, and uh, we just signed with a new agency, and, and they're critical to, to, uh, to what we do. You know, when we say we have kind of an in-house agency, it's very small. Um, and so we, we use agencies to do kind of the initial work on creative and come up with kind of the big big ideas um, do the creative for like television commercials and things like that and then we come behind them and we'll we'll use their vision and and do kind of the day-to-day work I guess you could say yeah. Um, so yeah agencies are a very important part of, of what we do uh, collaboration with agencies is important I think we're on our, our third now in my time here so we do kind of uh, switch through agencies every two to three years, which keeps it fresh. It's probably good for us and good for the agencies as well. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, we've got, uh, we've had some great partnerships with agencies over the years. And, uh, they're a lot of fun when, to work what, with. And, and uh, yeah, I was just going to ask other than sort of the creative work, what other value do you see in using an agency? Uh, research is, is, 
very important, and agencies are tremendously helpful with that uh, as far as our brand research, our brand reach, our brand, uh, you know, brand trust, and and what people are kind of thinking about us. We mm-hmm. we do focus group work through agencies, mm-hmm. things like that. So, yeah, I mean, um, uh, media placement. Uh, I mean, there's there's yeah, we we. Yeah. There's a lot of uses for agencies. They're they're not going anywhere. That's for sure. We, yeah. we use them heavily. So, um, uh, any advice you give to marketers thinking about bringing a new agency on board? Yeah, I mean, probably the I, you know you you have to find an agency that has kind of the right tone to fit your brand. Um, and, and you know, institutions are so different. We tend to be kind of conservative, traditional brand here at U Chicago Medicine. So we have to find an agency that, that understands that and respects that. We like to use local agencies when we can. Um, I mean, it's, it's Chicago, so uh, there are a lot of agencies here and kind mm-hmm. of, a, uh, you know, there's great talent here. So, um, but we, but saying that, we have, we've used, uh, we've actually had a, an East Coast agency at, uh, when, I, when I first started here too. So it, it's not hard and fast there, but yeah, um, look for somebody that kind of matches your, your tone and your voice, unless you want to make a, a significant change, take them for a test drive. Um, our last agency we, we had, when we narrowed it to the final three, I believe it was, we, um, gave them a project and we, uh, of course we, we paid for it, but we had them, uh, each come up with a plan for a specific campaign that, uh, we were mm-hmm. interested in and, and then we we socialized and showed that campaign kind of around to our some of our various leadership because you do have to get buy-in obviously from sure. senior leadership and physicians and and faculty. So it was a great way for them to see kind of what what could happen and what could be done, and um, that was very helpful. Yeah, yeah, it's a great great approach, definitely. Um, so my last question is: if an agency was trying to knock down your door and attempting to win business from you. Uh, what advice would you give that agency? You know, I was thinking about that one. That's a tough one. Um, again, I think um, you know, just just impress people with your creative. That's that's the first thing, at least that that generally I look at with an agency is to you know see what your creative is and 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 um, yeah, it's a tough one because unless you're specifically out there looking for an agency. Um, you know, you don't want people to be too aggressive because I get a lot of phone calls and emails. But, um, but yeah, I mean, persistence, I think, isn't a bad thing. But, yeah, impressed with your creative. Uh, that's that's probably the, the best piece of advice I could give. Okay. That's great. Well, listen, uh, Tim, really appreciate the time today. Um, you've got a, a, a great background and, and you've shared some uh, great insights that I think uh, will be really helpful to Uh, those uh, listening to today's uh, conversation. So I wish you all the best and uh, say hi to Chicago for me and hope you have a uh, great rest of the week and a nice weekend. I'll go have a Chicago hot dog for you today. How's that? (laughs) All right. Sounds good. Thanks so much. Thanks, Mark.